that's what I'm saying. The podcast about hip hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet, but mostly woke perspective. So please listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, we got a TV show, y'all. That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV. So also follow us on Instagram at TwizPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, Shatara, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are ya? How I'm are ya? So good. So glad to hear your voices. Likewise, we're mm-hmm. still here in the building. We made mm-hmm. it. We mm-hmm. are still here, going into mm-hmm. the summertime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. All, all right. right. So, um, we are back. This is our 108th episode. Wowzers. Hey, we'll be doing big things. Okay. So, what do we call this episode? <laughs> I'm I'm trying not to laugh. Cash at me 100k. Please and thank you. Is that you. too much? Oh, <laughs> I don't even so so get to get it. right right into this ratchet cuz mm-hmm. this ratchet. So, NBA star James Harden allegedly um cash app sweetie. So we I, is it so weedy or sweetie? I'm calling it sweetie. So weedy. I think it's so weedy. So weedy, so weedy. Mm-hmm. Um okay. So allegedly he cashed after a hundred thousand dollars for a date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Mm-mm. so, 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 so we hear, you know, and you know, James Harden, James Harden is the dude that plays that. Um, I can't think of the, the, the team he plays for, but where he, his face looks drastically different. Cause he has a beard, you know, he's got mm-hmm. a nice, he's a beard gang, but when he takes oh, that yeah. beard off, beard is his life. Like he needs that. He needs that beard to save his life. All, all of it. <laughs> Every last bit of it, mm. he, he's like, "What? You look at him, be like, what did you do Where'd to you your go? face? Where'd, where'd you go? <laughs> Dude, be taking that beard off. Be like, whoa, whoa, whoa where'd you go? <laughs> beard gang. <laughs> I don't mean, I don't mean to, I don't mean to laugh. You know, oh, brother, brother he's a nice looking brother. But um, so yeah, so supposedly a hundred thousand dollars because you know, sweetie, she's known, she likes." know she likes some cash gifts mm-hmm. and if you remember she was dating Migos remember and then he had given her this uh Bentley and then he had it repossessed mm-hmm. <laughs> Deuce is getting real pe- they getting petty on you sweetie they getting real petty on you <laughs> uh, supposedly I don't know if she was cheating or something and then um you know he sent the boys he sent the repo man to go get mm-hmm. his two hundred and fifty thousand dollar Bentley back from her from her so you know, um, <laughs> he said, "Go get my shit." <laughs> Yo, go get my shit back. He was mad as I hell. Mean, you know, I can't. I really can't blame him. Like, yeah, get that car back. Whatever. No. So, so now, you know, James Harden is all in in her inboxes. Yeah, he played for the Houston. He plays for the Houston Rockets, right? Yeah, because it's, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's the beard for yeah. me. It's the beard for me. And then uh-huh. if you don't have that beard, like I said, you know, I don't even know what he looks like without it. What the oh, oh I'm over here on I'm over here online like trying to see him like without it. Like there are here. pictures of him without his him. beard. Yeah. You know, just like a different person. Like you get used to seeing people with a certain look. And his beard is His beard is thorough. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's nice and thick. And he's got nice thick. teeth. He got nice mm-hmm. teeth too. It's so thick. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, so first of all, I, I, I on a side note, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know if Cash App allows you mm-hmm. to Cash App 
a hundred thousand dollars. Wait, because I know they have limits, but maybe they have limits for me. <laughs> but, wait a minute, I was about to say, has any, excuse me, excuse me, miss, excuse me, excuse me, miss, has anybody? I got you, know, like, you have an American Express, but do you have a black card? No, I don't, sir. So maybe that's what it is. <laughs> maybe has anybody ever tried to cash out your hundred? <laughs> Let me know so I can hang up and call you back. <laughs> you might hear your phone ring about five, four, three. Hey, we can do this podcast later. Call me back. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, real talk. Like, no, that's that's not no. my story. That's not okay. my testimony. So, uh-uh. well, so, a friend of mine was like, "Listen, that was real, like super corny of him because on her level, like, you know, I know a lot of people are like, you know, she better go ahead take that money." Yeah. And my girlfriend was like, "Yeah, for you, a regular working woman, yes, you better take that money. But for her, you know, in the industry where she's at, like, you know, like f that, like, she needs lifestyle. Like, she needs a lot bigger than your hundred k. Like, she needs the whole full game. But like, don't try to give me a little bit like momentary, like hit, like no, like what's up for the bigger picture? What are we really doing? So she was saying that was just not." Uh, you know, not a good move. It was just See, very I'm more of like, cause I, you know, when you, let me, I'm talking like I know all this, but you know, you deal with these men that are, you know, they, he's, he's a star athlete and, you know, I think he dated Kolo Wee Kardashian at one time, whatever it was. But a lot of times they're so like socially inept and I'm not saying, you know, oh, okay, you know, okay. taking care of a woman or whatever, but like you want to cash up her some money. So the she'll garbage. go out with you. What does that say about you? That's true. Yeah, yeah. On that's, the deeper that's level. That's what it seems yeah. like, you know, because I'm telling like a lot of times like these dudes and they, you know, they be all in the t- on TV mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, especially in the sports arena. And it's like they are doofuses, you know, in ter- like mm-hmm. in terms of like the whole game, like no game, no nothing, mm-hmm. like just no social I, skills. You know, it's that them social skills is like out the window. So I'm just looking at like, I mean, not notwithstanding, it's a hundred thousand dollars. Like, who gonna really turn down a hundred thousand dollars? But like, Somebody they really feel it. like his game was so not tight. Like, right. you couldn't get her to just go out with you with your <laughs> with your beard. I mean, was, it's- that, was that was that his way of saying I like you? Please check yes or no. Is that like the new? Yeah, that the right. New, that's the new way. Right. With the um, with the little note, just fold it up, like check, check yes, check the, the box. Uh huh. Yeah, Ooh. I think maybe this is the new way. Like, because I think kids today, like that is he he's setting a new trend. I'm sorry to tell you, it's not. You know, I'm not of that. You know, generation of you know people, but maybe he's setting that new trend for you know, if you want to take a girl out, you got to cash app her. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I get. I, I don't know. You I would just, it would be weird. Why? Like, why would you? Why? Because <laughs> you didn't have then, to. You know, you, then you feel like, well, he bought something. Like you're gonna have to pay that little debt off. He gonna he's wanting something. I'm sure. What is what is? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, oh, that was a good way to put. It. You're gonna have to pay that debt off. People do things that we don't understand. Like, why did you do that? Like, you could have had. Like, you could have had her. You could have just had conversation. You could have DM'd her. I'm sure there's so. But the fact that we're talking about it, maybe that was the buzz that ultimately he wanted. I guess I don't know. All right. Well, you know. Go get that hundred, you know, cash at me a hundred K. Hey, <laughs> cash at me, tell me no. I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I do with it. <laughs> I love it. If you're a prince, I'll marry you. Like the lady <laughs> coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So moving on to more ratchet news. Um, uh, so <laughs> you, <laughs> Uncle Joe, you, you, what? <laughs> I have a date with Lisa. <laughs> I have a date with Sweetie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, you hear the phone. Ding! Money was received. I have a date with someone. You know, Cash, I give you that little ding. Let them know they got the money. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Moving on. Next. No. Okay, moving on. Because we, we're Ooh. talking about Uncle Joe and um, his crackhead of a son, uh, Hunter Biden, mm. and his racist texts. So, I heard. And the, you know, I'm laughing because people have like been all up in arms like nobody's talking about this and nobody's saying anything so the backstory there have been these newly uncovered text messages from uh joe biden's son hunter biden to um his attorney his 845 dollar per hour attorney george Mazeris biden so where he's calls his attorney um a nigga calls him Mm. the n-word even though the attorney is white so you know among some some quotables is you know he asks he tells the attorney how much do i owe you because nigga you better not be charging me hennessy rates Mm. Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) um in another conversation Hunter Biden jokes about, I guess, the size of his genitals or his penis. He says, "No, I only love you because you are black and true and and true that nigga." Mm, mm, mm. Sorry, I don't. I like how you put the A on it, like you know. Uh, like, I don't know. It was he could have so, put the ER on it. You know, I, look, it, it's it's a lot of back and forth that he has, you know, with the with with the attorney calling him my nigga and all kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, and then people are talking about. Oh, you know, Joe Biden is this he's this is his what does it say about Joe Biden? And, you know, Joe Biden has had some some choice words and he's been in some hot water, especially when it comes to racist um, racism here in America. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it it obviously it comes from somewhere. But what I just want to caution people to mm-hmm. like, lest we forget, mm-hmm. you know, Hunter Biden is a crackhead, right? Mm-hmm. If, we, if we forget and a crackhead. Um, he slept mm-hmm. with his dead brother's uh, wife, wife out of mm-hmm. what he said was a pe- was pain or whatever they were going through. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a meth head. Yeah, he's, yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot of mental issues here. <clears throat> you know, we're not dealing with somebody who holds office in in the in the governmental agency, or you know, he's he's not the first son. And mm-hmm. So, you know, he's he's. I mean, I I thought it was amusing. Um, and you know, I mean, as long as you don't take it, so you know, what can you do? What you already know the history of white privilege here in America. We already know what it is. So, I mean, he's using it, you know, via text mm-hmm. message. What, what, what his attorney? But, <laughs> that's not for, but I'm like, y'all, he's a crackhead. Do you take a crackhead seriously? I mean, seriously. Wait, but let me... <laughs> <laughs> Do you take a crackhead seriously? Seriously. I just want to remind everybody that although Black folks use the N-word, and we use it, I mean, just to the umpteen power. Okay, I'm not saying it's right, but it's okay, like Whitney would say. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that white folks use... they they That's their shit. They use the N-word, right? The only thing that they've done today was they have, you know, basically put couch covers on it when, when we're over the house. That's all they've done. You know, they use it in their conversation regularly. You know, when the song is on, if you're around, they will not say it. However, if they're in their car, you best believe. Let, let somebody tell you they're a biggie fan. They use the word. Heck, I was with a coworker years ago and this is a white woman and she made a phone call to her boyfriend at the time. And, you know, she said something about, I got to get back to this meeting, blah, blah, blah. He said to her, well, let them niggas know. And I just was like, oh, oh, this. What? And yeah, yeah, yeah. This coworker played real stupid when I repeated it. Like, yeah, I just heard that. She's like, oh my God, did he? I'm looking like, see now, you Mm -hmm. see now. But that right there let me know, like, no, you you used the word. He used it. He was very comfortable. This y'all been dating Mm -hmm. for 
how long now? This isn't new. So why? But the fact to play stupid was a safe. Well, that was a safe way to go about it. Like just play stupid. Cause so that just lets me know, like, yeah, they, she ain't the only one. He ain't the only one. They use it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that. I guess that's another thing. Like, it's not like they don't, um, you know, it's in their vocabulary. I mean, come on. Like it's in, they listen to our music. Our music is Mm -hmm. filled with it. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying it's right. You know, same Mm -hmm. thing. I'm I'm, I'm like Whitney. It's not right, Mm -hmm. but it's okay. I'm just going to say this again. Hunter Biden is a crackhead and crackheads might say nigga, white, white, white ones. They may say nigga via text. And what you, what, what can we really do about it? I mean, not, I mean, you can ridicule, you, ridicule him all you want, but what more ridicule has there been in his own father getting up and telling the whole world, my son is a crackhead. And he just he said he has a, a crackhead. He has an addiction problem. We fight with it. I mean, but hey, if you have uh, an attorney that gets 845 per hour, well then shucks. Life ain't that bad, stupid. <laughs> so, you know, right, right privilege. But anyway. All right, yeah, that's what on. it is. That's what it is. So, okay. Um, I know we have a lot of ratchet to talk about, and <laughs> I just want to touch on this really quick. So, future disses Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan on Elite Maybach verse. Oh and, God. you know, I feel like every time we talk, like, Miss um, <laughs> Lori Harvey was with somebody different. Like, every episode we, we bring her up, like, she was with somebody. I, she's still flourished out here in these streets, okay? I, I like her. I'm teen, because I think young girls, you know, who. Mm-hmm are not trying to go to college instead of having your parents, you know, steal your tuition. What, what's the two white girls who technically their parents went to jail for them. Lori Harvey was laughing. Like, really? I'm not even going to college. Like, (laughs) why did you do that? Lori was like, why did you do that? She buffs her nails. So anyway, so, um, yeah, future has you what? No, go ahead. Yeah. She, but that girl's not trying to go to college. She could have really went and made a difference over there. Shit. Even, uh, the Reverend run girls went to college, but anyway, um, so (laughs) earlier this month, (laughs) you know, them girls went and got their little bubble gum line, made shoes and shit. They, they were about their business, went to business school and they didn't have to. Do, you dig? Mm. So, Miss Lori Harvey, uh, and her name is really like Lori Jenkins or something, but we call her Lori Harvey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She really working that shit. So, hey, listen, this is step her. down to the fullest. She's the business. I'm I'm not mad. Like, so anyway, so the verse that Future um, says, he said, "Tell Steve Harvey I don't want her. One thing I never seen was a bitch leave." Um, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a minute. It gets, it gets, <laughs> it gets, damn it. It gets better. Then That's he goes on to say, then he what? goes on to say something about like you, you dealing, um, oh, shoot, you dealing with a cornball. Talking about Michael <laughs> Petro. Oh my well, God. I'm I trying mean, to get to got a bit of a point, but anyway. Yeah, I just thought that was. <laughs> Wait, he said, must have got to tell her daddy she begged me not to leave. Yes. Put mm-hmm. maggots on your ankles, damn near up to your knees. She didn't have a choice but to go fuck a lame after me. There you go. There you go. There you go. That was the verse. Up to your knees, honey. Mm. Mm-mm. Baguettes on your ankles, damn near up to your knees. That's, that's deep right there. Oh, just. Man, when you look up Petty in the dictionary, please, y'all, they need to put a picture of future because he is the, that's the, hate. the future is the, is so petty. That was, that was, that was, that was real. Petty. But, and, and the producer was like, yo, keep it going. You know what I mean? Like, this is definitely going to like be big. Like he, he kind of, he, Hey, this is going to go viral. Like keep, keep the petty going. We love it. He clapped. I, I just, I, I don't know, but you know what? Cause what? this is what I'm, my theory 
Future is starting or has become like a springboard for women. Like he's he's a he's a bus stop so that they Ooh. can get in a private jet. You know, like yeah. this this the bus that's gonna take you to the runway so you can get in mm-hmm. a private jet and just fly off. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And just get flewed out. This gonna this mm-hmm. gonna get you flewed out. So you just gotta do this right here, right now. Mm-hmm. And next I promise you, I promise you, on God, you're gonna you're gonna get flewed out, out of here. You just gotta just gotta do this right here, right now. And, and future's name, low key, is there is no future. Like that's yeah, he called himself future, like ain't ain't no tomorrow it's, for us. That's, that's the joke, because his real name is like Ladavius or Latravius. <laughs> <laughs> He's big about his future, making kids, because he believes the children are our future. But outside of that, like, nah, he's just here for the night. He's only in town for the night. And he Nadavious. 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 Nadavious stays in the hotel for the whole month and says I'm only in town for the night. So <laughs> he's that dude. All you know is that he only in town for the night. Right. Like, but on your IG, you was having breakfast at the Ritz Carlton. for a whole week. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. On your IG, it said, he's like, but did I cash up your 100K though? <laughs> All right then. <laughs> I got hoes in Atlanta. I got hoes in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. He's, he's the runway. He's like the starter. He's the starter pack. I think it's then hilarious. You, then you can take off. Once you, once you get through, through your future right there. You know, the, the future is looking bright. Once you get to that right there, your future looks bright. Just he, ask he, Sierra. He okay. thought his D was so damn good. Yeah, everybody moved on for like better. Like he thought his D was so good. Like future, you're worth more than like having children with like real talk. So, and I'm just so glad Lori Harvey didn't have a child with him. Like, oh, like mm. imagine that. Like she didn't get that caught up. So yeah, nah, she's she wrote, baby number what? Nine, 10, nine. Yeah. And, well, and don't get me wrong. You know, children are a beautiful thing. However, you can, you can still have money and be sloppy about how you spread your business. Mm-hmm. You can still have money and be sloppy gentlemen. And it's, it's possible. You, know? you, can, you can shed your own daddy issues. <laughs> on becoming mm-hmm. a daddy time yep. seven. Okay. Nadavious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, but but you know what? I want to get on the runway. <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to get on the runway with future. <laughs> runway. I'm gonna get on the runway. You're just so <laughs> petty. Oh my god. I know. That's hilarious. Well, you know, it is petty. Speaking of petty, um uh-huh. people are coming for Miss Monique. And basically she's fed up with the woman wearing bonnets in public. And she did this whole IG live saying, you know, basically Queens, we should come out looking like Queens. You know, you do not wear your bonnet and your slippers and your pajama pants. You know, I'm seeing a lot of this in the Atlanta airport and we got to do better. And I'm not trying to come to you, you know, judging you, telling you you need to have a whole made up, you know, beat up face of makeup. I'm just saying, you know, carry yourself with more decency, with more care, take a little more pride in your look. And, let me tell you, people are coming for Monique. Like Monique got a lot of damn nerve. Like what happened when you was talking about um, you hate skinny bitches and now you over here trying to be skinny. Like, mm-hmm. who are you to tell us? Um, what about dudes wearing their do rags? And, um, you know, everybody is is pretty much against the saying of all conversations she could have had. Like, why this one? I am for it. I <clears throat> excuse me. I am a scarf wearer. Okay. And um, oh, you, I even have jokes are, about oh, it. You're four bonnets. No, 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 no. I'm for what she's saying. I'm saying that I'm a scarf wearer. However, I'm bedtime scarf wearer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I like to wear a head wrap, you know, however, this is all within a look of, you know, it, it is a decent, it is a decent way to look and carry yourself. I'm with her on that. People are looking like they're going to bed. People are wearing the big furry slippers, the big bonnets, you know, baby hair lashes and pajama pants. And yeah, she's right. There's really no pride in the look anymore. 
I'm with her. I'm, I'm with her on, and I'm not mad at how she put the message either. Like, like all it's going to take is for a white person to get on us and tell us how ignorant we look. And then we're going to have a field day. So it's okay. You know, not like she went publicly on comedy central. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And told yeah. everybody and sat on, you know, Letterman's couch and went on, like she kept it very like, you know, sister to sister. what you think? I, I, I kind of agree. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to be out here with no picket signs, like burn the bonnets or anything, but <laughs> um, I so- do believe that, um, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. And I think as, as sisters, you know, we do need to lift ourselves up and honor ourselves in a way that, you know, I mean, don't come outside. I, Cause I, I have seen it where I'm like, are you going to bed? Are you getting mm-hmm. on this flight? Like, mm-hmm. are you, are you, are you going to sleep or yeah. you mm-hmm. coming out here to this, you know, to the meeting? It just like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So, you know, just for us to have a little more, cause I, you know, I'm going to tell you most people that I've talked to about this, the elders, you know, the, mm-hmm. the elder women that I've talked to in my little circle, mm-hmm. they're very much about, you know, how you present in public, you know, sis, you, you know, make sure you're here, even if you're running out to the grocery store, because you never know mm-hmm. who you're going to see, who you're going, you know, who you're going to run into. So always be presentable, not mean you got to have your face beat and, you know, the whole mm-hmm. thing going on, mm-hmm. but just in a way, it's a little, you know, a little more presentable. Cause I, 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 for me, always fit um, for me. I'm always like, if I ever get caught out somewhere, you mm-hmm. know, I, I don't mm-hmm. want to, I don't want to be looking all the way crazy, halfway crazy. I might can do, but like mm-hmm. all the way crazy to me, I mm-hmm. just, not, it's just not for me. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I support this, you know, for women, like, you know, do a little more for yourself, especially when you're out in public, you know, it's one thing, you know, we, we, we live, we live very, we lead very busy lives and we're, you know, running mm-hmm. from here to that. Mm-hmm. So I get it, but just a little, you know, a little something, a little pull together. You know, you ain't got to wear slippers. You know, if you if you going past your front yard or, you know, front out your front door or you ain't just going to your car and going back, make sure you don't have on your house slippers. Because, you know, and yeah. I got a thing. I'm OCD. I don't want my house slippers outside anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Touch the pavement, they're done. I don't want them mm-hmm. back in the house walking mm-hmm. around. So the same thing for a bonnet. You know, I mean, we got so many things we do with our hair. You could throw on a wig. You could throw on a little piece. You know, put a little hat. Even, a you know, a baseball cap with something. Just, mm-hmm. you know, bonnets. You know, and I've seen curlers and all kind of stuff. Like, mm. It's, it, and it goes both ways. Bonnets and scarves. So, again, I'm a scarf wearer to bed. Um... Did you catch me running to CVS real quick to buy some tampons with my scarf on uh, at the 24 hour? Possibly, maybe once upon a time. But no, it's it's not likely, though. Like, no. I mean, sometimes I do feel like I get it. You had to run out real quick. I get it. But if you know good and well, you're going to be out. If you took time to brush your baby hair. <laughs> now, this now this, this now this is the PSA. So don't tell me you didn't have time. I'm running. I'm busy. Da-da. No, if you had time and your lashes are good. Right, and you had time to brush that baby hair down outside the bonnet. Yeah, that's I'm like, if you got lashes on, you then, better not have a bonnet on. Then, then you're tr- then then you're 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 making an attempt to keep it together. Whether it's you know how to keep my curls, whatever it is, like I get it, and I get trying to keep your look together. Like you know, there's so many comics that have jokes about black women in their hair. Remember Bernie Mac showed how black women sleep when they get their hair done? Uh-huh. <laughs> they keep their head up, like you know. But the key word he said was sleep. 
So it wasn't like, you know, we know where y'all are out about to sleep in the airport. This is how you look like, no, this is. So I do like the fact that the message is said. I don't know if it had been said by somebody else. Would it have been taken differently? But I think it was. And that's good- probably what it what it is, you know, because uh, Monique is very outspoken about a lot of things. So, you know, I didn't want to hear from her. Yeah, that's all it is. I like Monique. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. hey, I'm I'm with it. Yeah, let's and but again, I'm not gonna walk up to one of my sisters and be like, Hey girl, you shouldn't have on your bonnet today. That's not yeah. a good look. Yeah, I'm not, not doing that's that. That's not for me to yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing all that. And I'm not gonna look at you rolling my eyes judgmental either. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not gonna do that. But I, I, I that's what I said. Like I'm I'm not out here with my, my pick a sign <laughs> about about no. a bonnet. Like I pick my but battles, but But I agree. I do want us to do better in that sense. And just like I want brothers to pull up their pants too. Um let me tell you, I you know how many dudes I catch, I'm like, excuse me, sir. And he'd be like, Yeah, what's up? I'd be like, Your pants are falling down. And I gave him his real a real good smile because he thought I was cat hollering. No, your pants are falling down. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. You know, and then they'll pull them up. I, I give little notes for men to pull up their pants too. Yeah. I don't need to see your boxers and you know the old school uh from what i understand message when a man had his pants sagging down it was a little it was a sign of some type of like homosexuality in jail so once that message came across and dudes are still not pulling up their pants and i'm talking belts around their their basically thighs now mm-hmm. i don't know are we catcalling in the streets now fellas what are we doing yeah, I don't know. Um, so, funny little side message of story here is mm-hmm. um, one of your sisters. So <laughs> it's so funny because when we go out, right, mm-hmm. she always has a bonnet on like to the very last minute till we're about to walk up to the door of where we're going. So I'm, my, I'm like, hold up. Where's she going to take that bonnet off? <laughs> wait, wait. Okay. I don't know what sister this is, but this is going to answer for me. Is she always polishing her nails in the car too? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! I know, I know which was. We don't know. We got, we got many a sister, so y'all don't even know. Oh. Yep, that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, now nah, it's like I'm not gonna say anything because I'm trying to be polite, but I'm like, we almost there. Like we, we're here. We're here. We're getting. We're walking to the door. You taking that bonnet off? Is now is she wearing a scarf or a bonnet? I think she wears a scarf, not a bonnet. Look, I am not differentiating between the head wraps. It's a head okay. bonnet. It's a silky, the silky okay. one that you can get from the elegance, the beauty supply. Okay. 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 Pipe down. Pipe down. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. But anyway, but you know, she always pulls it together. I'm just like, uh, where are we going? I I can be, you know what? Cause I'm like, I can be a little bit like that down to the very minute. Cause you know, when I, when I put curls in my hair, you know, I can look like Jerome and you know this already. So with short hair and my hair is looking real tightly curled. I'm like, Oh, I look a little bit like Jerome's in the house. So I gotta, I gotta put my, my scarf on and make it tight because my hair has to cook. Oh, until God. I get to where I gotta go, so, oh, you might God. be looking at me like that. Like, when are you gonna take that off? Like, mm-mm. are we here? How, how many more minutes we got? My hair gotta cook. So, oh man, yeah. Man. Anyway. She takes it off. She takes it off though. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. Whew. I'll be like, Phew. you know what? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so now, all y'all know when y'all see Sean and she walks by you in the airport and you have your bonnet on. If you hear her say, "Shoo," she's talking about you. <laughs> You can take that off in the car. Shoo. Well, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, leave Monique alone. Just take off the damn bonnet. Shoot. Just don't come out the house looking like you just got out the bed. It's okay. That was not the worst message ever. Trust me. Lord. 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 Okay. So, you can go on about it. I, I got more. So, let's get woke, shall we? Let's do it. Let's get woke. Let's get woke. Um, now, this story uh, broke, I would say, I don't know, a few, not even, 
I don't know, maybe a week or two ago, mm-hmm. uh, actor Billy Porter breaks his 14 year silence that he has HIV and um, he's basically telling the truth now because he's saying that he is a reflection of what HIV positive looks like today. Mm. Uh, yes. Um, I'm a big fan of Billy Porter. Let me just say, I do watch the show Pose. Um, I I think he is brilliant. I think he is so talented. I'm loving his character, Pray Tell. He's a I singer. Pray Tell. I, I just, I, you know, he comes from the church and he, in this last episode, like he went back home and he had to forgive his mother. It was a whole lot. But anyway, so um, he was diagnosed with HIV decades ago and he's been opening up about this and, you know, trying to be more of a face and trying to be more of an example and, you know, somewhat give people a sense of comfort in knowing that, you know, you can live with HIV. HIV. Uh, 14 years ago is a long time. Uh, he's been keeping this from his castmates, um, a lot of collaborators, even his mother didn't know. So mm-hmm. he was saying that the role, uh, pray tell, was pretty much like a surrogate for him to tell this story. Now, again, I'm watching the show and it's just very emotional. You know, he goes back home, he tells his mom, he tells his um, very religious, you know, background aunties and everybody. Um, there was sexual abuse history going on. Every, it's his whole story, he said, you know, he was able to tell his own personal story. And a lot of people on, you know, the cast really didn't, I mean, they thought he was great, but they're like, damn, he's digging so deep. And he was digging deep from his own truth. Wow. So, you know, this is the FX series. And hey, if you haven't seen it, when I tell you the 51 year old Billy Porter is living his life like it's golden, um, being HIV is, you know, obviously it's a horrible stigma on the community. And I just always think of, um, I think of Magic Johnson and I think of how healthy he looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, that's, <laughs> <laughs> and then I look at Billy Porter and I'm looking how healthy he looks and I'm just like, okay. And I'm looking at a lot of the commercials today. Um, Cause I always, you know, when I watch TV and there's commercials, I, I always pay attention to the demographic of people that they're pitching to. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of commercials now with um, an HIV AIDS maintenance medication. Mm-hmm. That there is for like different partners, if I'm, you know, using the right terminology uh, medically. Mm-hmm. And that lets me know that it's relevant. Like, okay, like this is your brain on drugs. Any questions? That is very much relevant. Yeah. There you yeah. go. I'm like, okay, AIDS is AIDS and HIV is really mm-hmm. still a thing. But now they're pretty much really focusing on the fact of having your life after HIV and AIDS, still living your life, you know, still having a health. Yeah. And yeah. He's he wants to be the example of that. I just, you know, I love when a person, a soul lives in their truth, you know, Um, and has an opportunity to um, minister to their to the people, you know, where they find like their purpose, you know, their their calling. And it just seems like that's where that's where he is in this point in his life. I love Pose. I love the show. I need to finish watching the third season. Um, Mm. It's, you know, very it, it's it, it's a very interesting conversation, no matter how you cut it. And, you know, mm-hmm. his character is phenomenal. We know that mm-hmm. like Pray Tell mm-hmm. is is uh, just a phenomenal character. So, you know, like I said, I appreciate anyone who can live in their truth. And that's it's absolutely what he's doing. So, you know, mm-hmm. praises to him for that. And oh, big um, time. good health. Yeah. 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 Big time, big time, big time. All right. so. Well, we got to move on um, to some other type of D. You got it going on. I used to be scared of the dick. Now I throw lips to the shit. Handle it like a real bitch. Have the hunter. Janet Jack me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
weekend. <laughs> this weekend. When this weekend, D. Go ahead, Queen. Okay, Queen. <laughs> so, listen, okay. y'all. If you want advice from me, from me and Shatara um, mm-hmm. on one of your weekend D questions, and it doesn't have to be about D, it could be about anything sex related. Please send us an email to that's what I'm saying podcast at gmail dot com. Or you can leave us a message on our Instagram at TwizPod. That's T-W-I-S-P-O-D. So here's a question that uh, we get a lot of anonymous uh, uh, DMs. So, you know, you don't have to use your real name. We don't use your real name. But, you know, I I could kind of I can always tell that these are like burner accounts, but it's all good. It's all good. So a burner account. Yeah, yeah, most likely, you know. So she says, first, I want to say I really love your your show. You ladies are hilarious and informative, and I find myself replaying most of your episodes, so thank you. Now for a real important question, I would like you ladies' honest opinion. She says, for the past 10 years, I have been a mistress to five married men. Now, I never initiated these affairs. All these men pursued me. I do not know any of the five wives, and I'm very discreet. When people discuss adultery... The cheater and the other woman are often spoken of very negatively, but I don't feel guilty and I have come to feel like these affairs are really just two people exploring intimacy in private without wanting to hurt their significant others. How do you ladies feel about this? Am I a terrible person? (laughs) Shadara? (laughs) Yes, you're a terrible person. (laughs) And, And let me tell you where I started with you being a terrible person, but I don't feel guilty. That's where you started being a terrible. You don't. You, what you feel? Okay, so yeah. listen, <laughs> listen here, clean up woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that they all cash apped you ten k so you can get out the business. First of all, because <laughs> I'm sorry, one hundred k. I hope they all cash apped you one hundred k, and then you figure that's how many dudes is that? That's uh, how many? She say five different dudes. Mm-hmm. Is it five? Okay, there you go. You you. What at five hundred to a year? To a year, girl. Bye. You 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 about to be the richest the richest mistress number one. All that of the mistresses, Mister Biggs. Um. Hmm. Yeah. This this is just I don't know what type of lifestyle she lives because I do believe that a lot of women are mistresses and they don't know it. Regardless, if you in these streets <laughs> or you're a mistress and you know it, one way or the other, you crossed that path before. I don't even, you've had to turn down some D because it was married. You, you come, you come across it. You can find yourself in that slippery slope any time of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you choose to not pursue, not one, but two, I'm talking, you have five different women. Let me tell you something. Karma is patient. And in some way, shape or form, it doesn't always have to come back to you where, you know, oh, you fall in love and he's going to cheat on you. Karma can come back to you in a flat tire heifer so you know you just or can come back to you in the ailment of a family member like oh man karma is you you're gonna get it so i would just basically say um because you're not asking us you know should i leave anybody alone you're just saying to my terrible person how do i feel about this um i just feel like what's your lifestyle yeah i mean i I think she she pretty much said it i mean the fact that like you said good she doesn't feel guilty. So here, here, you know, and I am, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor, but what this reeks to me is, you know how, let me not say, you know, but there are some people who get in these relationships and you, it's like you settle because you don't feel like you deserve any more than that. 
So this was not a situation where she like kind of fell into the dick or whatever, you know, whatever circumstances, an affair. And, you know, they just I mean, you're talking about five men over a period of 10 years. So it's two a year. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a habit for you. So what is it about you, sis, that mm-hmm. feels like you don't deserve a man that wants you and only you or mm-hmm. or um, what is it about you that you may feel insecure where, where you can't provide enough for a man, um, mm-hmm. one, one man? There, there's there's something internally there that to me, that's what it that's what it seems. Because, I mean, you ever like, look, I have I've been a married woman. I've never mm-hmm. I have never um, dated a, a married man that I knew was a married man because, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day they used to, you know, take off the ring and you didn't know. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've never been in a situation where I've dated you know, voluntarily dated a married man that's with his wife and you know you you doing all this collusive stuff. Like, no, no I've never no. so I, I, no. I can't relate to that. But I have been on the other side and what I always felt was that woman, you know, it was like a lot of self esteem issues. It doesn't come across that way. Mm-hmm. But anybody who feels like you getting in these these cause it's a temporary relationship, unless you in your mind thought that these men were gonna leave their wife and it doesn't sound like that because she's like, you know, she's just kind of exploring the intimacy of it, of like the taboo of it, of kind of like sneaking around. Cause that's what y'all doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, without hurting the people that matter to them, you know, mm-hmm. namely his, his wife, you don't want to know who that woman is. You just want to have your, your fun or whatever that you're collecting. And she doesn't say that, you know, she's getting anything out of it other than, you know, the so, sounds like the thrill of it. But like, mm-hmm. I don't see, you know, I don't know. Are these men financing your lifestyle, which is not an excuse. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, well, what are you really getting out of it? Because it sounds like a bunch of lack. It sounds like a bunch of time and energy that you're putting into these temporary relationships because mm-hmm. you something in you is saying you don't deserve more than that. That's right. what it what it feels like. You know, I'm sure, you know, you can she could probably make a long list of everything she's not getting, how she's not being nurtured in these relationships. I'm, it, it just is so surface and it's so evident. It's so evident. You know, mm-hmm. I, does that make you a terrible person? I'm not going to say you're terrible, but you got to think, like, what kind of person does that make you? If this is, you know, are you truly satisfied? Do you really, you know, is, is this really healthy? Um you know, what are the potential consequences? You know, if somebody were to find out and you, this is what I say, I remember when I was married, I would say this all the time. When you add a third party into any relationship, you run the risk of you don't know what that person would do mm-hmm. or not do or who they're connected with or not connected with. You don't know. So it's like, you know, even the little bit of control that you have over yourself when you invite another person into that circle, you don't have control over that person. Now you inviting somebody else into this intimate relationship. You have no control over what that other person would do. Right. This is too much. It's, it's too much vulnerability. Like, I don't I don't know. You don't know what motivates people to act and do things, you know, because you ever and I'm, I'm, I'm she didn't say this, but. I'm always fascinated by like those crimes of passion, like where people go mm-hmm. and, yeah, you know, to drive mm-hmm. a thousand miles with a diaper on so you don't have to make any stops to go and. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a mean, whole show. It's a whole show and channel and network about fashion crimes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, so. it's a real thing. You 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 just don't know, you know, murder for hire and all kind of stuff. I'm just like, you don't know what people would do. So why 
Like, sis, why even put yourself in that situation? Because I guarantee you, you talking about five of them, ain't none of them been to one. And, mm. you know, after you finish exploring, you know, this intimacy, then what do you have? What mm. do you get out of it? Right. I, I'm thinking, and this is just me taking a great guess, like you're not feeling any guilt in any way. Um, I'm guessing that maybe your lifestyle is lavish. So you're, that's what you're getting out of it. You I know, feel like, like if her lifestyle was lavish, she would have said something. Uh, well, when she says she doesn't feel guilty about it, that to me, that says it right there. Like has to be something good in it for you. And again, this is just me kind of dissecting. So, you know, what the hell do I know? But it can't, it, you can't be trying to give somebody exploring intimacy and private as like their bonus points. Like, nah, like as women, we're giving of ourselves and there's got to be something, you know, that's coming back for you. You're not just trying to make him feel good. You're not doing all that um, uh, monsters ball, Holly Berry, make me feel good. You're not doing all that. So whatever. It has to be something, something in it for you. So no, this is, this is not a good look. I'm, I'm not for it. You know, this is not, um, I, I have never had a relationship with a married man knowingly. And <laughs> I'm going right to say knowingly, no, like I'm just, listen, I, listen, I was out on these streets. I've, I've dated quite a few dudes and I can honestly say, not that I know of nobody was married. Um, and actually matter That's of fact, a thing though, back in the day, they used to like, never, they wouldn't tell you that they were married. I, listen, I was dating somebody and it got back to me like after the fact, like, yeah, you know, he was married that whole time. I'm like, wait, what? No idea. Like, yeah, they're divorced, separated now, but mm-hmm, yeah, he was, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, see, had I knowingly, nah, we, we wouldn't have had fun like that. We wouldn't have been dating. We wouldn't have, because that's not what I go for. Because I feel like, you know, the pickings may be slim, but I'm not trying to be with nobody else's man. Like when you have all that figured out, then maybe we can talk. But, you know, when you're married, going home, being a, you know, a married man on one side, and then you come hang out with me on the other side, like that's not what I'm here for personally. And then I'm speaking as a married woman now, I'm not for it. Like, that's just, no, I'm, mm -mm, I don't like to hear about you knowing, you knowingly know that dude is married. It's like, well, damn, what a way to support each other. Shit. Mm -hmm. Thanks, sis. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need nobody smiling up in my face. You know what I mean? Asking me where my um, bathroom's at. No. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. You know, no, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. So you're, you're the female that's not to be trusted, you know? So that's just, that's just, that's just a part of who you are. And hopefully you grow out of it, but you know, mainly because I understand karma. So I just don't play like that. That wasn't, I knew that one day I want to be married. So not to say I have to be perfect, but in terms of what you put out, you get back. That's something I don't want. So I just made sure in the dating game, I didn't, I didn't play around like that. Have I been approached by married men? Hell yeah. A lot of them. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh gosh. I mean, Ooh. they they worse than the, um a single men, right? Men. Yeah. They they out in these streets. They got they got accounts and everything on the dating apps. <laughs> the married men said, "We out you." We want to have fun too, girl. Mm-hmm. Let me they, tell you, I see the whole clip. On listen, you. I mm-hmm. see one of my one of my married girlfriends. Her husband had the nerve to have a page up on social media. What? I mean, on, on a dating app. And I had oh, a screenshot yeah, right, to let her yeah. know, like, like, yo, yo, what's this right here? <laughs> yo, yo. She's like 3.40 in the morning, girl. What you doing? Like, don't worry about it. What's this right here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me give you this screenshot proof real quick. Yeah. So, see, that that was me on some, like, sisterly, um, you know, um, team team player shit right there. 
Yeah, yeah. And that, I'd say, look, I've seen it so many times. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, sis, I'm, I think you can get what we're saying over here. Yeah, yeah I just don't like it. I no, just don't like I, it. I don't, and, and, I don't, and I truly don't think she likes it. I mean, it's good for now. It sounds like, you know, but I think if you dig deep, you know, and go get get you some therapy and, and some help and to really mm-hmm. understand what is it about you that makes you want to do this? Cause a lot of times our external isn't, is a, is a direct reflection of what's going on eternally, internally. Mm-hmm. So what is going on inside of you that has created this, this life for you where you become this temporary, you know, uh, uh, I'm not even I'm not saying prostitute, but just a temporary place for these men to, you know, put their dick in you and do whatever they want and then go back to their real lives. So they get to live a, you know, a little bit of a fantasy and then go back to whatever they got going on and and for you to be okay with it five times over. She's ten years of your life. And she says that she's a, they're exploring intimacy. Like it's just just two people exploring intimacy. Like nah, but guess what? Two people can explore intimacy and be single and free. You can even have a no strings attached relationship with a dude who's not married. Silly rabbit. That's some, you know, and that's I just I just said it's, it just sounds like some sort of insecurity there. Like you don't believe you deserve you know that a man can want to be with you and only you or. Um, you know, doesn't have to, and you know, people can have all kinds of setups. Like I'm not even saying I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest person when it comes to monogamy. I believe in it, but it's, you know, it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but this is a little, this is a different situation. I mean, you're talking about there's, there's some deceit that's going on here, which that, that, the, that's what I really, really don't like about it. It's it's her being deceitful to herself mm-hmm. and and, you know, being, uh, um, you know, like an accessory. I'm, I term everything in this like a crime because that's what, it, that's what it's going to come down to. You're like an accessory. It's, it's a conspiracy to commit this act. <laughs> Here we go. Part time lover. Remember that? Mm-hmm. As we lay, we forgot about tomorrow. As we lay, she's like, oh, got to get up. Got to go see somebody else. Yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, sis, um, no. Um, and, and this and get, and get, and get some really good therapy. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. And get ready and get ready for that karma. Cause I mm. tell you, but for 10 years and you know, better sounds like, you know, better. We didn't build up a nice karma bank account. Oh my goodness. So mm-hmm. yeah, just get ready, get ready to get ready to uh, cash in. Do better for yourself. Do moving forward. Do better for yourself. That's all. Whew. All right. Well, I was looking for this dick to just take me up. We can to, to just. But no, we Shirley Murdocked it. <laughs> Shit. Now I got an attitude. <laughs> let me call you. Let me call you back. I got phone calls to make. <laughs> All right. Let's make sure everybody was supposed Goodness. to be. Goodness. We, we are now at the jam. Let's play yeah. a little bit. Jam. This is my jam for this week. I'm taking y'all back to 1999. Ooh. To still DRE. Still Dre. Remember that? Ooh. Dre featuring... Snoop Dogg, Snoop Doggy Dog. So <laughs> this was a song. Um, it was in Training Day. If you remember that, driving around. That was um, uh, what's my man? What's my man's name? I was just watching his son on Tenet. What's his name? Training Day. Come on, Denzel Washington or Michael Jordan? Yes, Washington, Washington, Washington. Yes, Denzel. This, this yes. always remind me of Denzel. The Denzel the Training Day. Um, it was also featured in Grand Theft Auto. And um, 
So now we've come to the full understanding how instrumental Jay-Z was. So back in the day that, you know, um, it, Dre had already said, you know, he recruited Jay-Z to kind of ghostwrite the lyrics for the song, Still D.R.E. He said he came up with it in like 20 minutes. But mm. now it's, it's becoming very clear because I actually I watched... Um, was at the shop. So LeBron James has a show on HBO and Jay-Z was on. And Jay-Z was saying how, you know, not only did he write the song in its entirety, so he did Dr. Dre's part and Snoop Dogg's part, but he also did the sound effects. Remember? Still. Mm-hmm. Still. <laughs> in the low girl. In the Lolo, girl. He he did the voiceover oh. for them, so he he was sounding like them. This is where I'm like, you know, I have my moments with Jay Z, you know, for whatever. But I'm like, he is such a genius. This is this is not even funny because not only did he write this song where it has a very West Coast feel, yep. no matter what. Mm-hmm. So and and you have two, you know, you have Dr. Dre and you have Snoop. And if you listen to their lyrics, it sounds like them. You know, I mean. Uh, still, still puffing my lead. Still cooking with the beat. Still not loving police. It's the dr. I mean, just the whole the whole flow of it. You couldn't tell me that that wasn't them writing it. You know who? Mm-hmm. But it was it was, it was Jay Z, and he did the little the the voice the voiceovers, hitting them okay. corners and them lolos, girl. Still, 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 yeah. Still. He, still. He, he took his West Coast got love for the streets. It's the DRE. Like, what? That's a jam. I love man. Jay, it's I, I mean it's Jay Z's jam now. I'm bringing it back. I'm, right. I'm here. <laughs> Dre who? <laughs> I, I love Jay Z for this. Like you wrote, wrote the whole damn song and all the verses and did the sound effects. He's like had he was like he had to like embody you know. Snoop, how he talk and how Drake uh-huh. talk. So kudos to him. That's 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 my man. That's my jam. That's okay. All right, that's a good one. Me up on things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that was a dope album. Woo. Okay. Mm-hmm. I must say. So we are at the support black business segment of the show. Hey. Where we believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities by supporting products and services. For us, by us, boo-boo. So today we are highlighting our T-neck brethren, Mr. Warren Hope, who is the owner, one of the owners of Natural Vibes Energy Bar. So this is a juice bar that um, my husband actually frequents and brings home good stuff. And yeah, everything is good and natural. And this is T-neck, our hometown. So and this is my, this is my, I went to school with him. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes, 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 yes. So um you get your juices, you get your um energy bars. Um they have uh, right now there's uh, what what is the water? I can never I can never pronounce it correctly. Bacon so. water. Yes. Um, yes. I can never I call it, it fat water cuz it always okay. it's, it's just like fat water like it's just it's so quenching because of the molecules. You know, I'm Yeah, all, I'm it's this whole it. machine that they have and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I need to get one. Mm. Okay, that's awesome. So yes, um, please check them out. Um, they are Natural Vibes. Vibes is spelled V-Y-B-Z. And you can catch them at naturalvibes.com. That's N-A-T-R-U-A-L-V-Y-B-Z.com. And also at Natural Vibes on IG. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. Support, support, support. Oh, all the time. I love it. Yes. All right. Well, we have come to the end, y'all. 
Is this the end? It is. All right, y'all. Please like, mm-hmm. share, and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. You can listen on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, uh, Spricker, Stitcher, CastPod, TuneIn, Spotify, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show, weekdays on Island TV, or just download the Island TV app. And Shatara, what else we got to let them know? Yeah, if you have a question for the Weekend D Report, or you want to keep up to date on all my upcoming comedy shows, because my comedy is in full effect, I am bringing the funny. And if you also know about our podcast and TV events, then get social with us, slide into our DM, follow us on Instagram at TwistPod, or you can go to our website at www.twistpod.com. Send an email to that's what I'm saying podcast at gmail.com. You can catch us on every angle, so you really have no excuse, okay? Thank you. Mm-hmm. As always, thank you for listening. Until next time, stay healthy.